With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from Miami's 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may know anytime we put new content on. As always, let's thank our lovely channel sponsors on Tuckit. Check them out in the description below. We have another ex-hammer today. Um, made, made three first team appearances, three more than me, three more than <laughs> my dream. <laughs> oh dear, we've, and we've actually, we, your name's cropped up quite a lot, Sean. It's quite, well, you know, in, yeah, we've like... All good though. All good. It is all good. It is all good. But a lot of the old um, pre-season tours and things like that, your name's come up, some, you know, when fans have met people. And, oh, and Sean was... You, you was always in the background, it seemed. And Sean Byrne. It was, it was always... <laughs> Space of change. Yeah. How are you? How are you, Sean? Yeah, I'm really well, obviously. You know, like everyone else, the way things are going, just sort of just getting on with stuff and all that. Working. There's family mm. life. That's it now. That's what yeah, my life, exactly. life is now. It is, isn't it? It's, yeah, although there seems to be more light at the end of the tunnel, do you know what I mean now? At least there seems oh, to yeah. be like... Yeah, but it, it, to be fair, it ain't been too bad for, uh, for no. me. I mean, with the first lockdown, it was it was quite nice, actually, because I had about seven, eight weeks off, yeah. and obviously my boy was off as well, so I got to spend a lot of time with him, So we, and the mm. weather was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, we got oh, it piss, the first lockdown was yeah. piss easy. Yeah, it was easy, but it, now it's yeah. sort of like draining on a bit now, but hopefully, yeah. you know, what's coming up Monday, pub's open. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I'm not even... get out and do a bit. I'm not even a pub man. I'm really not even a pub man. But some, but something really excites me about this Monday. You know, it's funny. I was driving around. I went to my old, I haven't seen my old, old man for about a year, really. So mm. we went to see him today. And I was driving through. Um, he lives in Chesnut. So I was driving through. You know, I you know I live in Ornchurch. I so through like Epping and, and stuff like that. And you see all the pubs. They've all got massive marquees out the back of them now because it's, it's outdoor, isn't it? So it's yeah. technically outdoor. And it's like it's exciting. It's exciting. And you know I'm. It's the next step in it. Yeah, step. it is. It's been a bit bad, well, obviously, with everything that's going, because they spent all the money doing them up. And then they've got yeah. them again. Like, a lot of pubs around my way, because obviously, we, like the locals, they've just closed. They've gone bust yeah. now. They've all gone, so it's pretty sad, really. So, 
Hopefully, yes. though, now they're coming out, you know what I mean? Things might change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the next step and the next step and the next step. And, yeah. And, I mean, you know, potentially we could still have, you know, West Ham, we could have 10,000 fans back in the ground for the last well, that, game. Which That's what I mean. It'd be nice, especially the way they're playing, the way they're going, you know. It'd be nice to yeah. get a few fans in there just to, you know, support them and see how they, um, see if they can progress and carry it on. Finishing the top four, you never know. Well, we just as I said, as I said the other day, all we got to do is win our next eight games, and we're in the Champions League. Uh, uh, That's yeah. it. But Joe, you know what it is? It's, it's weird. So a lot of my family are West Ham, and my mates, and my brothers' mates, and all that lot. And they say, you know, what West Ham's like supporters. They get, they just go, you know, when's it going to stop? Because they keep winning yeah. and keep doing well, but they're just waiting for that little thing. Well, eight games left. There's no reason why they can't get there. No. And obviously, the way they're playing, the belief they must have, and the way they're playing, they, do you know what I mean? Surely they must know. Definitely, it's true. I mean, you, you, but it is you know, as you know, a lot of your friends are are, are West Ham fans, and we're used to that at yeah. speed bump. You know that that dead end, just because it happens for you know we haven't won nothing in forty yeah. years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, I know what you mean though. It's why not? Why can't we do it, man? Yeah, exactly, it's, exactly uh, that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's true. It'd be good to watch and see out the rest of the season just to see how it yeah. goes. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. quite exciting to be a West Ham supporter at the moment. To it, honest, is, it is. It's, it's really, really exciting time. It is really it's like exciting. you say, I mean, it'd be nice to get a few fans in for the last few games if you can, just to, just yeah. for the boys and that. Do you know what I mean? I think that yeah, it's one of those things where I think, um, I think with not having any fans in the stadium at the start of the season, it helped the team no yeah, doubt I, I because think I think we started that. slowly and yeah. there was a lot of hostility. Um, we'd sold Dean Garner and all that. We haven't bought anyone and yada yeah. yada yada. But I think now, particularly in the last few games, um, so obviously the, the Arsenal game the other day where we three up and then drew three all, we never would have done that with a full yeah. capacity crowd. Yeah. Just yeah, wouldn't, no, totally, I totally wouldn't totally allowed agree. them. A lot, so, and to be fair, I think, you know what you say with West Ham, I think a lot of people have said that as well. You just said as yeah. well, support them, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and the great right. thing is, by the time people go back into the state, back into the stadium, whether it's ten thousand against Southampton or next season with a full, you know, hopefully a full ground, you know, all the hostility towards the team is gone. You know, so yeah. it's like they, it's going to be a different. And I think people, you know, I'm a great believer of, you know, you don't know what you've got to, it's gone. And I think people have, you know, they haven't. You know, people are going thirty, forty years every game home and away you know and now they haven't for a whole year now yeah and they're itching to get back and i think people will appreciate and hopefully the football clubs will appreciate the fans more as well yeah so because it makes huge difference huge difference um but yeah no it's it's you know it's it's good it's good i mean i mean you know it's it's one of those times where you have to enjoy it you know i think we're too busy you know there's always you know, people are already moaning now. If we get into Europe, our squad's not going to be big enough to compete. I don't care. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just get in there. It's just get, yeah. it's, that's it. Just get there and worry about that when it comes to it. Just see what happens. Exactly. exactly. Well, exactly. it'll all exactly. sort itself out. It'll all sort itself out. So, so for that, for anyone in a sort of, you know, um, relatively young, so to speak, uh, Sean played for the, for the Amazon. Was it, I think it was, you, it was 1999 to, I think you left in 04, I think it was, wasn't it? Something like that? Something like that, yes. I've got to be fair, was that long ago? Long ago? I don't seen that long ago, but it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was that long ago. How, do you remember? Do you remember signing for West Ham? Yeah, to be fair, like a lot of people asked the same question. Mine was sort of a bit by chance because hmm. I remember uh, my brother Paul. He used to play football. He's about three years older than me, and he hmm. got scouted by West Ham. And the training where they went training was up in Waltham Abbey, yeah. just at a leisure centre up there. Because I was only eight, eight at the time myself, and obviously I 
being a supporter. My dad's a West Ham supporter and everything. So I just used to go like you do with your older brothers and watch them. And they were short one day. And I got called down to join in. And ever since then, after the first, he said, come back next week. And that was me. So I was there since I was about eight years of age. Mental. And I was there. Jesus. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. I didn't really get scouted. I just, where well, my brother got scouted and I just turned <laughs> up, joined in a session. And then the, the, I can't remember who the coach was at the time. I cannot remember. I can't remember his name. I'm trying to think of it. But then I just went, kept going back there. And then obviously it moved from Wolfram Abbey to Chapelief. Yeah. And then we used to go to Chapelief a couple of times a week on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And then obviously you sign your schoolboy forms, then your YTS. And then I was lucky enough to get a few years pro as well. So yeah. I was there for I was eight. I think I left when I was about 24. So it was a good, really oh, good part of my geez. life. Oh, jeez. Get yeah. some murder nowadays, Sean. Yeah. Don't you? Fucking hell. But I mean, and obviously, you know, during that time, you, you know, you said obviously you were fortunate enough to, to, to sign pro forms. I mean, when, you, when it came to signing those pro forms, was was it always going to be West Ham? Or was oh, there yeah. Other... Yeah, for me, for me. Because obviously, because I was there when I was eight. I mean, I had like sort of interest with, with other clubs, but it was always West Ham for me. Yeah. Just for the people, I sort of grew up with, so like knew the same people. The coaches was there for all the way through. Obviously, with it being like our club, like the family and everything, it yeah. was important. And my dad, my brothers, my dad used to go and watch him play when he was younger. Same as my brother. It was just, and it was just a great club. Like a fact, well, we say it was a family club as well, you know. Yeah. So it was always, always going to be West Ham for me. Yeah. And it's a great. I mean, it's a great time to sign pros as well because obviously. You know, we had you had the you know the, the youth team had just won the FA Youth Cup that season, won it that season really properly, and you know Harry and Harry was great, you know in terms of bringing youth players in. There was obviously you had Rios and people like that. You know, for for a young kid signing pros, it must have been a really cool. You know, I know it's like you could have gone, you know, people could have gone to Chelsea and stuff and sit in the academies and stay there, but actually you could see that there was. You know, there was a progression potentially there for you as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And obviously, like you say, with Harry, and like you sort of knew with like Rio was just coming through. And obviously, you had Frank. Then you had, you had the other players like Lee Hodges, Manny, yeah. and then you and all them like that. So you knew if you was doing well, and you was, there wouldn't be an age factor if you was good enough and doing yeah. well. Harry would give you a chance. But you see, but I didn't see it like that because you could have other bigger teams. But West Ham, ever since we were like unsay playing under 14s to the youth team. Yeah. We still had the best youth team out of everyone, I personally yeah. think, than any other team in, in, in the in the like Premier League or the league that was there at our age, sure. to be honest. So it was literally the best club to be at for a youngster. That's why it attracted all the youngsters. Yeah. The likes of exactly. the folk came for us from Charlton, like Leon Britton from Arsenal. That's why they wanted to come come to uh, West Ham because yeah. we did have one of the well, in my two years as a youth team player, I can't remember a better youth team than us. Arsenal yeah. had a good youth team, our age. Yeah. And the year above, but there was I. Well, we was chatting to a few of the boys the other day. We can't remember. I can't remember losing a game in the in the UK. That many? There weren't many we lost. Daryl, I think uh, uh, no, there wasn't Daryl. Someone else said it. Oh, it might have been Hodges. Or, someone said it. It might have been Izzy or someone said it. Yeah. We were just knocking everyone for fun. Like Newt's. It might be Newt's. Literally, we were knocking everyone for fun. We were steamrolling like everyone. It was that good of a U team. It, it, it weren't just like beating teams. It was hammering teams. Like, yeah, that's what you teams. said. Yeah. Mm. Big, big teams like your Chelsea's. When, like, obviously, when it changed from like to the Premier League, it was like you used to play your YT games and all that. Yeah. Like, you play that, and they've changed to sort of the Premier League kind of a uh, thing. We was going like Man City, not smashing them up, and like teams like that. It was brilliant. Literally, I in, in my eyes, I I couldn't see a better youth team than what we had or who yeah. anyone would come up against. It was a great team. 
brilliant and as you said because you know you you was there from a really early age and moving forward it was your club and you know so it was a lot of players you you're playing with you know you, you played for many years with them as well yeah so. that's it i can remember the likes i remember like probably when because obviously we was there young so we used to see them at training but then we started playing the games like when you're 13 14 on the weekends when like we signed schoolboy forms but mm. like the likes of izzy adam amos bertie like all of us we all like even Carrick used to come down and play. He was there. We yeah. first met him when he was about 14, 15. We was all together until we were like 19, 20. And I think that that's really what helped us in the UFC because we literally knew how we played, yeah. the way we were, what was the, what was good for us, good for them. And because we spent so much time together and played together, I think that, that was half of why we've done so well. And it's just, yeah, it's so true. So true, man. And and as you said, you know, loads of success. And obviously, you know, the the, the proximity of of, of being in in Chadwell Heath, particularly when you're sort of, you know, you know, the YTS and and obviously, you know, going to the pro as well, pro contract, you know, you're in close close proximity with lots of big first team characters. I mean, you know, in my opinion, and I've said this to everyone I've spoken to who was playing around your time. That was the that was the last time for me football was fun. Oh, it was, you know, as in the characters and the West, yeah. the pros we had at time, it was brilliant. Yeah. And especially yeah. for us, because um, like, like the youth team players, because as you said, Larry would give you a chance. But then, so obviously, when you started doing well, I was only about 17, 18, and you sort of move up to the. But then you go into their changing room. You're not in a youth, yeah. so you're sitting next to all these, and like like you say, it's weird. Like the likes of John Wonker, you had Kits in yeah. there, Razor in there. Do you know what I mean? I remember times Ian Wright and Dabble Suk up. Like all these players used to watch mm. when you was little and you're just sitting there as a 17-year-old just thinking, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here, to be honest. Yeah. But do you yeah. know what I mean? But it was that it was that good. Do you know what I mean? Especially was... being the team you supported as a boy as oh, well and your family. That's what I mean. It was literally like overwhelming at times, to be fair. But yeah. it was it was such a like such a good time and a good place to be at the time. Because it was sort of like old school, it's nothing like it is now, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like you say, it's still like you'd all meet up and go and they take you out for a drink and stuff like that yes. when you come. You know, still a bit of a drink in school and stuff like that. So it was yes. it was such a good time and a good era that, that to be involved as a young pro around that kind of people. Totally. No, it's so true. I think I think Newt's is the same thing, you know, like literally they'd drag you out for a night out and you know, and 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 what I loved about it, because you said a lot of characters and he said, Look, and, they, and yeah, we all just ripped, you know, that they'd rip out, out of us, but if we had to they liked be getting it back. They liked, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they did. They respected you. Before, if you come right now, I, I don't think they get away with. Oh, uh, you'll get away with a lot of stuff they used to do to you back no. then that you would do now. No. Nowhere near. <laughs> but um, but it was good. It's a part of growing up as well. To be fair, it's all young lads. We all moved down when we were young, seventeen, sure. eighteen. Do you know what I mean? All living sort of living together. Mm. So, but it was nice that you had all them people there who would actually look after you. you know, they would, and if you needed help, they would like the older pros. They would pull you aside, or they would always have time for a chat. Do you know what I mean? And help you out. That that was the best thing about West Ham. You know, everyone there was was so good, and yeah. you could pull them, or they pull you and say, "Look, do this, do that." Or, and if you was doing yeah. something wrong, they pull you in a nice way and tell you. Yeah. So that that's, that was the really good thing about being there yeah, at that I, time. I, all them players. And I think that's something that people don't realise sometimes, particularly the young, the young, younger players at that, that time. You know, it's a lot of people. I mean, we had we had Daryl on the other day. You know, if if. He was he was a new, in a different country, you know, yeah. on his own. He's told like dig like sharing digs and stuff like that. And I think we had I think Deck did an interview a few months ago, and he was saying he, he had to move when he was at Chelsea to go to West Ham. He had to move away from his mum at fourteen. You know, didn't see her to the weekend. It's tough, but you know, as you said, brings a bond for you lot. 
Well, it, it, that, that's what I mean. You have to grow up fast as well. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a good learning curve for you. It's, I remember because Daryl, we was, I didn't live in Diggs. I, I'm from Slough. So I, me, me and Adam, we're from the same area. I've known mm. Adam since we were about 10 years of age. News. So we used to get the train down every day. It used to take us about two hours to get there, then train, do your RTC, because yeah, it was knackered. And then when we signed the pros, we moved up there. So we, yeah. uh, we, they wouldn't let us get our, uh, get our own flat, because I think it was only 17 when we moved up there. So yeah. they put us in the digs. But I think Daryl just came in at that time. So he was 15. Um, like, like some Richie Garcia, come all the way from Australia. He was only yeah. 15 when he turned up. And so he's come all the way from Perth, and he was living in digs somewhere with no one. At least when yeah. we went down, there was about eight or nine of us in the same digs. Yeah in uh, Romford and we was all sort of a bit older but for the likes of Daryl and Rich who were only 15 when they come over it must have been really hard for them but that again it was good having them people there like I said earlier and the old pros because they would take the time out and look after you and show you Mm. around so it was for them it was it was quite nice that them people and them characters were there for them yeah no I totally totally understand it man yeah we've got Richie on soon actually is he coming on is he yeah, a couple of weeks' time. Oh, yeah, it was funny. I, I, I spoke. He was like, "Oh, yeah, we're quite busy at the moment in fixtures, but not like busy like you're used to it." Yeah. You know, we have like two fixtures a week. It's not like you're going. You know, so yeah, he's going to come in two weeks' time, so that'd be good. Um, so it'd be interesting to talk to him as well about that because obviously we had Daryl on the other day and he flew, but obviously he's other side of the world. You know, to yeah, fifteen it, as you it. said, absolutely crazy. Um, and and you know, and and as we said, you know, you, you know, you got a chance. You know, you ended up. Not just not just like you know playing in the old, you, you played two games in the Premier League, man. You know it's like <laughs> that's yeah. It's, it's, I mean, when you, when you think of that, like you don't appreciate as much, you know, because no. people, people, you know, like you speak to some people, they're like, oh, well, what happened and all this. Like it's not that easy to try and it's not no. that easy to play in the in the Prem and stuff like that. But there's so many good players there. But it, it you know what I mean, you get once you get there, it's it's great. It's a great feeling and everything like that. But you know what I mean, to try and stay there. Is the, is the hardest thing, you know, it could be a load of factors, you know, you get injured, it puts you back a couple of months and there's always someone else, there's so many good players in there, they're going to get their chance, but if they take it, do you know what I mean, it puts you back. But I was quite lucky, even with all the managers I had there, um, got on really well with all of them and dear enough, all of them gave me a chance. Mm. So it, it weren't too bad for me, but um, it was just little, like, never had major injuries, but you, yeah. it was always with me where you sort of get there, then you take a little knock and it'll put you back and then, and then, you get there again and put your back and then sort of then you wouldn't get a look in for six, seven months. You'd still be there yeah. training with them, but you wouldn't travel or you wouldn't get on the bench or nothing like that. But um, yeah, it was it was one of them. But I mean, I was there a long time, to be fair. I think I stayed, I was a bit there, I was there a bit too long. I think I sure. should have left to try and, because I was 24 by the time I left. Mm. Now, if you're not playing regularly or in a team or getting a good few games by that age, you know, you're, you're never really going to, going to, progress I don't think so I should have left even though I went on loan a couple of times and yeah. enjoyed it and played a few games I think the last year I was at Swansea because Izzy was at Swansea when I went there on loan and uh, Leon Britton was there stayed there for a couple of months it was really good enjoyed it but then the, I was going to sign for them but then the manager got the sack so I stayed for yeah. a few more games and no one knew it was going to happen and when you come back it's just about timing it, it means just circumstances yeah. all the time what's going to happen yeah. but um, no it was, there it was, but it was good like getting in the team and not sort of getting in the team, but getting around the team and then coming on, playing a few times. It's mm. the best thing you could ever, as a young West Ham supporter as well, it's exactly. one of the best things ever. Exactly. And that's what we, I mean, we've had Hodges on, we've had a few others and, you know, Hodges like, oh, I wish I wished I played more games. I said, yeah, but Lee, the thing is, right, you played, I don't know, half, I don't know how many games you played, half a dozen, something like that. I said, but Lee, you know, you, you, you did, you, you, you've, <laughs> there's millions of people out there who would swap, 
sort of oh, that yeah, hell of a lot. Totally, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just to do that, and also as, as you said, as a West, as a boy West Ham fan, to do that for the for you know for your family as well. I mean, you know, not only you know a couple of away games, but obviously you played, you, you know, you stuck, you know, you played a home game as well. Yeah. So you know, Upton Park that must have been amazing for your your family as well. Yeah, that's to it. See like you that, that was the, that was one of the main things as well. Obviously, to be he was a true West Ham. He'd go when he was young, go to the away games. So for him to see me come on and play. For his boyhood, for his team, do you know what I mean? It was something nice yeah. for us both to have, but for him to actually see me as well was was probably probably the highlight, really, because you know it's like every, having your old man watch you play for his team. There's nothing not a better feeling to, you can give back to your old man, you know. So it was really yeah. nice at the time. Like, yeah, it's it's just... like oh, gee, I wish you could, I wish I could play a, play a few more games, but it just weren't to be. But like you say, you just got to be happy with what you got and the experience that you got, and the people I met when I was there. because I was there a long time, and I still best friends with a load of them so you've got to take a positive that's the out thing. of it there's loads that's that's what i get through you know talking to the, the that sort of that 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 era of players mm. everyone seems to really and not even like you know, necessarily from the youth level but you know we get um, We've had Sinks on quite a lot, and Sinks and Johnny Artson are still good mates, and yeah. you know, and Razor, and you know, everyone still muck, knocks about a bit, and you know, particularly that as you said, sort of you yourself and Newts and people like that, you know, there's there's still a lovely collective together, and and yeah, that's and again, that's what I mean about that that sort of last period of yeah. of, of West Ham. I I could I could see in twenty years time at the Cliffs Theatre in in Ormchurch, you know, just down the road from me, so nice and easy for me to walk to. But there'd be a 1999 Youth Cup reunion, or, or as you said, or, or the boys of 99, or as yeah. you said, or you. I would not see in 20 years' time uh, an evening with Sebastian Haller and Felipe Anderson. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. No disrespect to them, but it's no, different no, no, now. No, Football's no. different. Yeah, totally. yeah, it is. It, it's like you say, though, I think it was. It was just like you say, it was the end of that, that team who were playing like us as young as pros and all the team uh, that team yeah. that was there and that, it was it was just it was coming to the end of that sort of era kind of thing i don't know things sort of changed if you know what i mean yeah like it, yeah. and it was that time where everything was getting a bit more say professional in the game where you get your sports sciences in you yes your, yeah. you get your dietitians like we didn't sort of really mm. have that that sort of coming to the last year maybe two last mm. year of when i was there but that's when it all started changing a bit you know yeah it did, yeah, it did, and yeah. I think I think that around that time Wenger would have come in. Yeah, that's yeah, when it sort of really exactly, kicked off. Yeah, and it, it started changing it a bit, but which is which is good, which is the right way. But it's like you say, you do lose a few a few characters who who were sort of back in that era that way, like a razor or someone like that. You know what I mean? That yeah, kind of people, which was good in the dressing room. It was, and as you said, you know, you, you're training with these guys, and you play, you know, and, and you're talking, you're conversing with them. They're giving you advice, so, you know, day on day. So it's, you know, it's not just the the game time, but as you said, but it is just the experience of going into training every day. You know, coming from Slough every day, or you know, and then obviously moving moving down, you moving you and you together. It's you know, is a, it's the whole experience. As you said, no one can take those experiences away from you. And who was your was you a, was you a boot boy to anyone? A boot boy. Yeah. Yeah, who did, do you know what? I was quite lucky. So uh, I think the first year, I Bish, Ian Bishop. Oh. But uh, lovely guy, he's a great player. But yeah. he weren't, I think he was injured most, because it was the year, I think he left that year, got released. <laughs> so we weren't playing at much. So I had a tough oh, work here, he's done. <laughs> but then I picked up the, and then the second year was even better. I had Richard Hall. I don't think he played a game because he was injured. He didn't play <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't even train. So I'd only think I came this boots twice. He was just in the gym doing a bit of running. So he had his trainers on. So I was all right. <laughs> so I, I had a touch to be fair with the boots. Oh, it is funny. I asked that question. It's so funny. We've had like, I think Bertie had Paolo. And then like like Christmas, Paolo gave him a, he thought he was going to get a good tip. Yeah. And he got and he got him a pair of his boots. He gave him a pair of boots that were three sizes too small for Bertie, yeah. with no shoelaces. He was like, "Thanks, Paolo." Yeah, sounds sounds like Paolo to be fair. <laughs> and they didn't. I think they gave. I think Newt was righty. And then when <laughs> and then righty was introduced to Newt, and he was like, "Oh, that's it. That's it. Put me with another brother." <laughs> <laughs> in front of the whole everyone was like pissing themselves but yeah oh, i love yeah, it no, I it's... to be fair because uh yeah it was like i said yeah i think i think when i got i think when i was that age yeah i think this was must have been in his last year so i don't think he was playing that much to be fair and then obviously richard also yeah. i don't i don't know did he play richard did he play a game oh, so very he few injury, he? he was injured yeah we had a few like that we had him uh we had simon webster as yeah. well he got injured. Julian did him in, didn't he? In the training, unfortunately, he broke his leg. Yeah, he Richard did. Hall, he ended up being like the physio side, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Lovely guys. I spent a lot of time with him there. To be fair, so he, mm. he, lovely fella he was. Simon. Yeah, no. Richard only made about eight appearances. Did so he? yeah, not a lot of boots being cleaned. No, so. no. So I was all right. But to be fair, then, but that was it. I didn't get any tips. I don't think. I, I think Fish might have gave me a tip. To be fair, I don't think Richard. I think he might have left by the time Christmas come. I'm not too sure. <laughs> So he's going to transfer just before yeah, Christmas. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, surely. Right. Yeah, I think your conversa- I think your name came up in conversation when I was interviewing a guy called Mick, who is it lives in Sweden. And it would have been a tour of Sweden pre season. Does that sound about right? Yeah, we did go to Sweden, yeah. I think yeah. it was with Glenn. Yeah, with and it Glenn was Rogan. it involved. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, and it involved. Um, it involved. Uh, well, it was. It was. It was mainly Don. It was Don and and Repka, and um, you were the sort of behind the little. One. And apparently, it was something about Repka and 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 Mick collects. He he has almost like eight hundred match worn shirts at West Ham. Incredible collection, and he tried to get. And he lives in Sweden, so he tried to get Tom to Thomas to sign a shirt. It was a Czech Republic shirt, and it was a number five shirt. And he was like, no, Repka number two, it's not my shirt. And he went, it is your shirt, Thomas, it is your shirt. And I think he, and he, and he, and I think he spoke to Dom and, and he said, and he gave Don the picture. And I think you and Don at breakfast put it like where he sits for breakfast. And apparently <laughs> he just went in, yeah. And then he went into a rage and never came down. Do you know what? It's the most loveliest geezer in the world, but yeah. you just couldn't work him out. Thomas, it was just like that. It's lovely, loveliest fellow in the world, but it's not. You wouldn't get much out of him. You wouldn't get much yeah. out of him. You like talking wise and all that lot. But it, yeah, again, lovely man and all that lot. But no, he was like that. You never knew of him if he was winding you up because yeah. he was always straight faced and the way he was, or he was being serious. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. But the thing is, if he is being serious, you're going to wind him up even more, aren't you? So that's what we yeah. used to see. Everyone used to do with him just to try and get a reaction out of him. Yeah, or someone when they used to get the guys cleaning. Someone else mentioned it when they were doing. They were at Chadwell Eve watching and a training session, and some and they had the car cleaners in, and one of them reversed Thomas's car. He had like a Ferrari or something. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, straight into the change room. I remember. <laughs> he did. Brand new Ferrari. It was lovely. It was blue. It was. I remember it. <laughs> I don't think he reversed it. I think he put it in to drive instead of reversal, saying, and he went forward and he smashed it straight, straight, straight into the changing room. <laughs> oh, he was serious then when that happened. 
Yeah, that's what they said. The poor, yeah. the poor little, the poor kid doing the car washing was. Oh, like, mate, can you imagine? I can't, I can't, I can't I just remember. I sort of remember it. I remember it, and I just remember the kid's his face, and I remember it's after he even killed him, Thomas. I think. I think people were holding back. To be honest with you, that was that. You oh, get your Thomas, car things and smashes into the changing room. Oh, brilliant! I love him. Even when not like, cause we're, we're trying to get him on, but he doesn't speak a lot of English at the moment. Yeah, he's what he claims. But um, even when he messages me, he, he, he still scares me. Yeah. And it's just a message. You know, it's, it's, it, he's in the Czech Republic. He's not going to get me. Yeah. But I just think well, he's almost like typing it really aggressively. Yeah. That, I, I spent quite a bit of time, bit of time with him, actually. It was, it was all right. To be, I didn't mind him. Yeah. Fella. He was a nice fella. Bless you. Yeah, he's a top Good player. player. Great player as well. Good player. Because cool. I remember when he came, where did it, where was his debut got sent off, didn't he? Yeah, I think he got sent and off then he got two sent in his off first three. The, the game after as well. Yeah. Because when we got sent off, you could play a week later and then your red card wouldn't come into the, the other yeah. week, wouldn't it? But then he got sent off again in two games, yeah. didn't he? Typical West Ham player, isn't he? Yeah. And then we, what was the other game? Were he trying to beat a fan up on one of, on one of the games? Like, there, was, there was something, I think, where he shouted at the fan. and attack the fan. Oh, but no, but then obviously the the last game with the seat, the last game he played at West Ham when everyone knew he was going, you know they were singing Super Thomas Repka. Yeah. I don't think anyone sung to him, you know, yeah. as, from the fans, and so yeah. he was bawling his eyes out and stuff. No, so you was, know, he, he, was, loved... he was like, it was, he was a good player, good player. But uh, yeah. it's like it, it was just like you say, you never know how he would react or try. Like no. he was. Nice, nice enough fella in that, but trying to interact with him because he was so stone-faced all the time, you never know. But it's the way he played, like even in training, and just kick you up in the air all the time. Yeah. That's what it was like. But that's it, you know, yeah. he, trained, he trained the way he played, didn't he? Yeah, so, uh, fair play to him. Right, okay, we're going to do uh, your your Hammers 11. So basically yeah. what we do is, everyone we get on the, on the channel, apart from Harry, actually, and Bish, because... You know, Harry started talking about Bobby Ferguson in the sixties. <laughs> then he had, then he, then he had a meeting. He had a meeting at six, a business meeting. So obviously, he couldn't do it. Um, and then and the Bish, racing was probably he, on. Exactly, the racing was probably on, or yeah, something like that. And or Bish, Bish, because he didn't want to offend anyone. But oh, oh. he's just not such a nice bloke, isn't he? Um, everyone else has done an eleven. So the idea is you put eleven together of the players that you trained and played with. Obviously, not oh, okay. the people you played with, but trained or played with, because you know, and you can put whoever you want. But you know, and you know, it's just a bit of a giggle. That's yeah, it is, no worries. So who? Let's start. Let's start between the sticks. Who would be between the sticks for right. Burn Eleven? See, I've put a bit of thought into all this. Good. Obviously, because I've not played as many first team games as the others. Like you say, you can train with them, and we had good youth side. So I've gone for a little mix of both. Nice. So I've gone for Bywater in goal. Nice, Steve. Oh, I love Stephen. Oh, one of the funniest geezers, thickest geezers, but funniest yeah. geezers I've ever known in my life. He's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's brilliant. such good value. So we had him on. We had him on the channel, and he was brilliant because he'd just come back from walking his dog, and he had these ones, stupid. And your kids are upstairs anyway. Yeah. He had this stupid fucking hat on, honestly. Like, like this woolly one with like the ears, and he didn't realise he had it on. And we started interviewing. He's like, oh, oh, he left it on. Right, it I found him so honest, so honest. Nah, nah, you know, so great. like. Brilliant character he was to have, but yeah. such a good goalkeeper. Absolute brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've got him sticks. So I'm yeah, going for three at the back. Yeah. I'm going for Rio. Rio. And, uh, for me, the best ever to come out of West Ham for me. Yeah. I think. Especially being a youngster and watching him come through at his age and stuff like that, just how comfortable he was on the ball. It was just easy for him. Joe, like them, you get them players who work hard to be good. He was just naturally, naturally good, brilliant player. 
and exactly and as you, you'd, you'd have seen him from a you know from a younger age yeah, speak, you know, so. through and stuff like that but and there's people like him where you want to go to west ham so you know you know you're young so you will get your chance like you said earlier and stuff like that totally so he sort of set the set like the benchmark for a lot of us younger players you know mm. so it was really good Definitely. then so beside rio i've got izzy yeah good old like, izzy for me izzy like i've, I've Watched him on yours before, like he was saying, he did get a bad injury. But for me, he was he could have been one of the best players. I think going, he, he did get a bad injury, but he was he was our youth, he was our captain and stuff yeah. like that. He's such a good player. It was, it was such a bad injury he got, and it did set him back big time. So he would have, he he would did. have been a lot, did. a lot and better. I, and I think with with Izzy as well, I think you know. And again, it's similar to, and it's similar to, like as you said, similar to Hodgy and similar to uh, to Newts as well. You know, they took the decision to to drop down and and had a you know a, a good career in you yeah, know, playing yeah, first onesie and whatnot yeah that's that, that's what i mean it's not just i know you like, like you say before and i know a lot of people will know it's all right west end but a lot of these players went on to have really really decent career yeah. careers just at lower level um, knocking up a load a load of games you know it's a fair yeah. place a lot a lot of people especially in our youth team who dropped down uh, division or two would come out and play like three four hundred games you know what i mean so they've done really yeah. well totally really well totally i mean yeah you've got the you have your you know you have your as you said your rios and whatnot but then you've also you know the guys who have as you said, someone like izzy or, or adam you yeah. know 200 games for peterborough and hodgy yeah. scunthorpe you know it's you know as you said they've you know they've they've, they've come and, and and done the job i mean you know even to be fair stephen i mean stephen yeah. really realistically only played a few games really when he got going um and and then but played for some other clubs and and you know had had a great great success at those clubs as well so yeah yeah definitely. right so the other one i've gone for a 40 terrell oh terrell yeah we're getting right, on soon i, I love terrell the reason i got for him it's, it's brilliant i mean obviously he played in the youth team with him and we have knew him from since schoolboys but he was just one of the guys who love football even now what he does with his coach yes. he just loved football and my, one of the reasons i've gone because where we used to train you always wanted him in your team yeah because he if he was against you he was an absolute nightmare he was like the rash he'd be all over you'd do a five side or a kickball he just joe just one of them he was in your face like he trained how he played he was so good at yeah him. and he'd just be all over you but don't get me wrong comfortable on the ball good player but you always wanted him on your team because he's just one of them you're not treading on your toes giving you an elbow and he's like see he's training come on and he's like no no like that so i'd always want him on my team but you, but you always have been, you know, that, that, that's that's one thing that, you know, that, that Daryl said the other day, you know, all of you were comfortable on the ball. So whether it was Terrell, you know, as a, as a, as a centre-back or is he, you know, or Rio, yeah. you've picked three guys who could all play at centre-back, you know, and, all, and to be honest, Rio, you know, played a few games in midfield. I think, yeah, I think yeah, he that's played what, right wing-back once. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that was so good about him. He could do that. That's like with Rio for me. So when he played, you could just see how calm he was on the ball. He'd yeah. bring it out, just how comfortable he was. And you very rarely used to get that from centre-back, you know what I mean, when he did play at the back. So that, that's totally. what I just loved about Rio, to be fair. But yeah. that, that's, yeah, that's me back three. Nice. So, so I'm going for the wing-backs. Go on, him. Right. So th this was, out of all the positions, the right wing-back was the hardest one. So, <laughs> name a few. Obviously, you could have Trev. Yeah. And remember Seb, Sebastian Schemmel? Do you know what? He, he was in mine. He was in my team. Yeah. Great player. Do you know where Seb is now? 
I ain't got a clue. Yeah. You know? He 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 lives. I'm trying to track him down. Sorry. He, I try to track him. Down. He lives in a. He's in Luxembourg. He owns a bar a bar restaurant called Upton Park. Does he? Yeah. Not fair play, man. Love it. Love it. But the person I have gone for, obviously, so I've known him from day dot. It's no yeah. Adam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he didn't put it in. I'll get oh, a text from no, him. He's him. Me, he'll probably text me <laughs> after he watches it. Saying what? They, everyone does. It's so funny. It's so funny. I find it really, really funny. But yeah, Newts. You've got to put Newts in. Yeah. And then, obviously, I'm going to throw myself in then because I played with him at left wing back. Exactly. You've got to put yourself in, Sean. Me yeah. You can't really big yourself up too much, though. Nah, I know, you know, but I thought as it's my team and I played with him, you've got, got, Yeah, you've got to get the appearances up anyway. So that's, that's it. <laughs> What's that three I've got now then probably? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got. Uh, let me just put you in. So yeah, you got. So you got short. Yeah, you got yourself left wing back. Uh, you got Newt's right wing back. So yes, yeah, so we're all right so far. Right. Then we've got the middle three. Yes. That's right. Great middle three to be fair. So we've got Michael Carrick. I can se- I can sense it already. I can sense a good one coming. You know, it's like I can see the era. So it's like yeah, Michael Carrick. Talk to me about Michael. Joe, you know what? It, it's like he says, like, I, I first met him when I was about 14. We went to the Milk Cup. Yeah. And obviously, the first time I seen him, I was rooming with him. So I, I met him then, but then always sort of like kept in contact with him. He'd come down in the holidays when we yes. had games at West Ham. But like, he was good then, but he, he just seemed to come on so much in like the first, first year. So I remember he used to play up front. He did. And he used to score That's goals it. and everything, but then he sort yeah. of come back down midfield. But it was just one. Just another one. Just made the game look so so easy. Yeah. Do you know people have always got time on the ball? Always had it. Yeah, that's that's what they always he, say about Michael Carrick, innit? He just yeah. had time on the ball. It, it, but like, you can't teach that. Do you no. know what I mean? It's just it's something he had and the way he played. Do you know what I mean? It, to be fair, I think he's probably underrated. If you know what I mean, by a lot of people for, for what he's done and the way and the way he plays and that. But he, no, he was he was brilliant um, then. And to be fair, because it was obviously you had Coley, so it's like Mike says, he sort of came under the radar a bit because everything yeah. was sort of about Joe at the time. So he didn't have all the pressure on him as much as Coley did, you know, So which was probably helped him no. a bit as well coming in. But no, such, for me, such a good player. I mean, I you, think... don't, you don't stay at Man U for that long and win what you win, no. you know what I mean, if you're not, if you're not that, that good of a player, do you know what I mean? Not at all. And I think with Carrick as well, he's one of those players and, and you know, you know, you look at the three clubs he played for, realistically, you know, in terms of a longevity. So, obviously, West Ham left, never really replaced him. Spurs yeah. never really replaced him. Man United never really replaced him. You no. don't, again, he's one of these players, you don't know what you've got to. It's gone. It's a bit yeah. like Declan Rice now, right? People are going, oh, De-, you know, everyone's like, apart from West Ham, people are going, oh, well, he's, hey, Declan Rice is all right. No, de- literally, he's the glue which holds the team together. Yeah, exactly you know what I mean? That. And, exactly um, that. And that's so Mickey Carrick, and you know, and we were saying before we started how you know we no surprise that that Daryl got you know into management and da 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 and Richie because and, and Carrick was the same. They always had a ball at their feet all the time yeah. and stuff like that. So, but they, you know, they just they, loved the game. They just like lived and breathed football. They loved it. Yeah, loved it. So that yeah, you know I mean that's that's probably why, like you said, they've gone the way they did. Yeah. So then I've got right uh, Joe Cole. Yeah. Um, unbelievable, did. unbelievable, Coley. Well, I remember. It was weird because when we first sort of, you always heard of Joe before we, yeah. I see him play, obviously. Because um, when we used to play, he was like a year younger, but he was like Lily Shaw. So yeah. you wouldn't see him as much when we'd play on the weekend, but he'd come and he'd feel all his side. But I remember the first time just watching him when we played in the game with him, he just, just walking around laughing. Things he used to do to players. It was a 
not being like bad on the other players, but you just stay, you just, what's he doing? He was that good, that yeah. good. And to do what he'd done, and from such a young age, the pressure, he was in the papers and everything, and the yeah. people were writing about him. Yeah. And at such a young age, to do what he'd done, and the way he'd done it, uh, fair play to him. Because a lot of people no, wouldn't I totally be able to what he coped with, you know, growing up. Yeah, I don't think people would so be able to. fair play to him. I mean, it was, it, he was the first... I mean, you know, we. I mean, it's a bit different now. You know, we know like, people like people like Jude Billingham and uh, and, and stuff like that. You know, Bellingham, not Billingham. Someone used to work with Billingham. Jude Billingham <laughs> and play people like that. You know, it's like you know about them. Uh, yeah. Fifteen, sixteen. But Joe was the first one I remember. Everyone's going, "This kid, you got to keep an eye on this kid. You yeah. know, he's going to be good." And yeah, I mean, we're, we're having him on eventually, and and that's one of the questions I'd love to ask him about pressure, because it doesn't matter what anyone says. Yeah. You know. Doesn't matter if even if he says he wasn't under, he was under. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not way too But there must have been loads of them at a young, young. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, some people thrive in it, but you, you must still, you must still feel it. Do you feel know what I mean? Yeah, but it, and it's the same again. You hear, and then to but to actually produce and do what he'd done when people talk because you hear so many times of people at that age, 14, 15, oh, this boy's going to be this, this boy, and then they yeah. don't get nowhere. Don't so to it. do what he'd done, you know, that's often a great player. Yeah. Great. So, right, so we've got Coley Carrick. And then obviously Frank Lampard. Yeah, got to be Frank in. Just unbelievable player. I'm sure like people have spoke to him before, like his work ethic and everything, the way he trained. Yeah. Like to get as good as he got, he got because he put everything into it. Do you know what I mean? Deserves everything he got. Great player. And yeah, a great, great yeah. fella as well, to be fair. Nice fella. You always chat to him. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that, give you advice. So for me, he's he's definitely got to be in there. Yeah, and as you said, yeah, he just you know, you know, and you, I mean, as you said, you know, your, your family's fans and stuff. You know, there's always that, you know, you know, still is really about fat Frank. You know, yeah, me calling fat Frank. I'm about twenty <laughs> stone. I'm not, you know, it's always ironic. But um, yeah, he's as you said, people we've had a lot of the um, a lot of the ex hammers, a lot, lot, lot of ex proposed like yourself. They're all saying, you know, he would be out for hours after. Be the it, first one in and then the first one out, you know. Yeah, in terms days, of, days yeah. off and stuff. Like it was probably it was probably the where like you say like well, like fat break and probably the West Ham supporters who made him the player he was. Because that's what I think. Yeah. yeah, and with his dad being, he had taken the proof, so that's why that's why he yeah. done it. You always see him out shooting balls hours after practicing, mm. like getting running spikes on and doing like drills and stuff like that to try and get sharp. So fair, fair play to him. Yeah. Sounds good, right? It's a top. It's a, it's a. Isn't that? Isn't that the the two thousand and ten midfield for the World Cup? I think it could be. Um, <laughs> Tony did. Tony Carr did. He's he's ha- he's at Hammers Eleven, and it was like he did it as the academy. And yeah. Apart from Stephen, bless him, who was in. Everyone else was in that twenty ten World Cup squad. Mental, like yeah. JT and stuff as well. Yeah. Oh. I let him have John Terry. It's the only time he's appeared in a West Ham Miami is 11. Yeah, that, that's it. what I mean. I, when we were young, I remember JT being at West Ham. We were there as kids. Oh, Koncheski yeah. was there when we were like kids. J Lloyd Samuel was there. Bobby Zamora when we were kids yeah. before. Like even back then, loads of yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left and came back. They all, yeah. all, a lot of them left and came back, didn't it? It's quite funny. Yeah. Um, a bit like a boomerang club. And I'm, I'm Joe. Joe did the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, okay. Up front then. Who are we having up front? See. Oh, here we go. It's it's hard. This obviously because obviously with the youth, so we have we have people like Amos, Bertie, yeah. and stuff like that. But for me, first one I've gone for Jermaine Defoe. After yeah, 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 one of the best finishers I've ever seen. 
if, that is literally, literally it's almost like that it's almost that best. should be his name that should yeah. be his name he everyone says Jermaine Defoe the best striker we've seen he was yeah. he was unbelievable it was weird even like when he used to mark the player because he was only small but he was one of the strongest players ever mm. like his body and everything you couldn't get you couldn't get anywhere near him but he was just so sharp and he was always one of them he, he, you give him a chance and he score yeah. very rarely miss and always grab your goals so I put him in and still score him yeah well that's it that's it and he will yeah, great player. And he keeps, he looks after himself, still looks fit, doesn't he? And sharp, and you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's always took care of himself. So, yeah. Yeah, but for me, even in the youth team, and then obviously we, when he went on and played, and I mean, everywhere he went, I mean, we went on like the Bournemouth at the start, the need to bag the load of goals. Everywhere he went, he just, yeah. he, he just, like, especially to be in that position and play for West Ham at that age and score the goals, you know what I mean? Just show he was just that good, he was, Must for me. Be. He was brilliant. Yeah, he was good. All right, Jermaine's Boy. there. <laughs> See this, obviously, you can talk about Paolo and Kits. Mm. So I still speak to Kits. Kits is still a good pal of mine. But I'm going to have to go for my mate Rich Garcia. Oh, because you know he's coming on, that's why, isn't it? No, no, no. Joe, what? <laughs> obviously, he knew Rich when he came over when he was 15, and he, he was such a good player. Good yeah. player. Rich had a good good few bad injuries as well. Because I think he'd done he his shit a few times. I think two, yeah. maybe three times. I'm not too sure. But, um, but he picked himself up and done well. And it was nice to see him because obviously he dropped down, went to Colchester, then when Hull come up, it was nice to see him get back in the Premier League and play a good few games in the Premier League, you know, with Hull. Mm. So it was nice to see, see him where he's gone down and then come back up to, to see the potential he, he could have, he should have been playing at, you know. Definitely. So And he's a good power of mine, so I'm going to put him in. There we go. Very, very, very wise, very wise, yeah. very wise, Sean. And 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 that's and that's the team. Where is it? There, where's the team? We bring the team. There is. There's team. God, tasty. I'd move Rio. I'd put, I'd put Rio, put Izzy on the right and back three, and Rio in the middle. But that's yeah. tasty, man. That'll do like me that. for a team. That will do you for a team. Champ Champions League, having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Great get there with that one. Great midfield, that. Oh. Yeah, and it just shows you, doesn't it? When you, when you, and that's why I love doing these things because you put put teams together and you're thinking that three played together. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's, that's what I'm saying. If it, but even like myself, when you look at them, you think, hey, about I played with him, played with him, played yeah, with yeah. him. So you have to sort of tell yourself that sometimes, you know. So that's it's nice doing it and looking back and seeing some of the players like you try because a load of players come and go. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's hundreds. And that you try, you try and think of who it is but you, i mean i could have put so many more players in yeah yeah you, know yeah, I mean? you could have done three I teams i just do it the people i spent the most time with playing and then like people it. who actually i thought were obviously something else like rios yeah. franks your goalies you know what i mean definitely but, no, that's a bad team. brilliant cheers sure it's been a, it's been brilliant well, chanting mate Re really enjoyed it nah, thanks really for enjoyed, it. enjoyed it thank thanks. you and obviously thank you to everyone for watching as well um whether you're watching it or on the podcast or youtube whatever give it a like give it a share and from myself and from sean myself 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 and from sean take care everyone stay safe wash those hands get those jabs <laughs> come with you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone much okay. love bye bye, bye. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 